Welcome everybody to Rum and Cinema. We are back two weeks in a row. Holy shit, what is 2021? Unprecedented. Uh, today, yeah, right? No one knew before this uh, that we existed. So we're going to talk about Wonder Woman 1984. Yep, exactly. We're also going to be talking about <laughs> streaming services, uh, Disney characters that deserve a... Uh, what's an intro movie? I forgot that. I was trying to write this. And I didn't remember what the word Origin was. Origin story? Is it not a Origin prequel? story. Oh. Yeah. No. Origin story. Haven't, prequel also ha- works. You've, but you've, we've story. watched origin literally a million of them in the last the yeah. last decade. How do you... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're all trash. So I just... Tried to forget. I just blacked that out of all of my life. Mm. Um... And then we're going to do a game of past cast where we cast The Passion of the Christ, but Judd Apatow's directing. So that'll be interesting towards the end here. Uh, Nate and Jake are joining me as always. Nate, Jake, how are you guys? I'm doing good. I am upset. Because I was watching Warrior on HBO. I just happened uh, upon it. Tom Hardy picture, that one? No, it's a it's a TV series. Actually, it was written by Bruce About Lee. About a street gang. Oh, that one. Fight with yeah. the sharks. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, it's it, it was it started off okay. You know, it's you know martial arts. You know, so it's kind of you know it, it falls into all those like classic tropes, but it's still good. And then by by the end of the first season and start of the second season, I'm like, okay, this is actually really good. Started getting all invested. Mm-hmm. I I binge through the second season. And there's no more. And so, of course, the first thing you do is Google when is season three dropping. Find out that it's not dropping. Oh, what? It got canceled? You got a pre-check nowadays. I yeah. know. Yeah. And I normally do, but I made that mistake. So now I, I found a show that I loved and then I binged it. And then it ends on a cliffhanger and then it's no more. Just Shit. go watch Iron you... Fist. Mm. Again? I actually don't mind Iron Fist, but... I, as soon as I said it, I forgot that you are the only person who likes it that I know. <laughs> <laughs> didn't land quite the way I wanted it to. What but if... What th- if it... There's hope for more Warrior, because... Yeah. So it ended because it was a Cinemax series. Okay. And then Cinemax just stopped doing stuff. Right. So, like, it didn't get canceled for any other reason. And then HBO bottom. So Ooh. hopefully... HBO green lights it again. Start the movie. Or if Jeff Bezos likes it enough, Start. he'll just buy it and make it like his own thing. Yeah. That's what we do with the expanse. Starring right? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Send a tweet directly to him. Ooh, I need I need to rewrite my past cast now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos playing Jesus. Uh do you think that a show is better left like this or has a good start and then ends up like heroes? I mean, wait, just it, it's better like this because either way, you're you know you leave with the same feeling, but it's empty withdrawal. Know. Yeah, like it's it's better to end good. Yeah, which is you know that's how they that's why they ended house. Uh, you yeah, know, it was a decision that they made to like all right, you know we we could keep going. They're you know they're popular enough and. Yeah, you know, they had a little dip in some of the later seasons, but the, the very last season or two came back very strong. Mm-hmm. And then and they're like, you know, let's let's end it before we just become a bad show and then die a slow death. Is Breaking Bad the last show you can think of that had a really solid, like, universally liked ending? Mm, the most recent one, one I would say yes. Another very notable example is Monk. Oh, yeah. I love Monk. Monk. People really sleep actually, on Monk. I actually just started rewatching Monk today. Mm. So people sleep on that shit. That'll be fun. So good. Wait, there there is a third option. So it could just be canceled at its prime, uh, like this, or the Firefly option. Firefly, yeah. Uh, That was brutal. (laughs) That was one season. That's that's too little. That's 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 almost not worth it. Yeah, because for years, for years, I refused to watch Firefly because I knew I would love it, and Mm. I knew. That, you know that it had been canceled, and then I finally watched it. Nate actually convinced me to watch it. He's like, "Well, you got to see it." So I saw it, and it was amazing. And then I was mad, <laughs> like you know, years after the fact. I'm like, "Bring back Firefly!" <laughs> they could still do it. Everyone could still play the exact same roles. They're not too old yet. Yeah. Uh, no. Even if they were, they would. Care. Yeah. So yeah, you could just have it be totally cut off, or you could have it go to shit like Heroes, like a slow, <laughs> steady decline forever. 
or it can just start to decline and then cut off so you get a little bit more and it doesn't ruin it would you what would you rather that? uh honestly I, I i had this idea before i thought of a show <laughs> It is a good idea. Because I'm curious whether you would rather have it cut off or whether you'd get like a a final but kind of subpar but still good season. Like you enjoyed watching it. No, that's no. (laughs) That was too bad. (laughs) Like if Game of Thrones ended at season seven. Season seven was worse than the other ones, but it didn't. No one hated the show yet. Or like if Dexter ended one season after John Lithgow's bad guy character. Oh, yeah. That's a good example. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dexter was like good oh, up you... until like the last two episodes. I, I that's my memory of it. I enjoyed it. I've never until, seen the last two. Yeah, it got ruined. I've abstained. You, you were just, they were just like just the, stop the Dexter, the Dexter. What is it? Reunion. Oh yeah. yeah. All I see is I, I feel like they're putting this on Michael C. Hall too much. All I see is Michael C. Hall is optimistic that you will love the the <laughs> reunion, and I was like, why is it his job specifically? He didn't Remember ruin me? the show. He was the best part of the show up till the end. Yeah, he was. He didn't write the terrible, really terrible end ending to that show. <laughs> the worst thing that's ever happened. That's good. Anyway, I, I so, don't know the answer to my own question. Uh, I don't know if it would make me sad if the last season was okay compared to like, yeah. or if we just don't get anything at all. I, 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 feel like, I feel like that's probably, it's better depending on what kind of show it is. If it's the kind of show that you watch and you need storylines resolved, mm, then it's probably better to, to resolve them, even if it's, yeah. But if it's something that, you know, I don't know, you watch for the action or whatever else, then it's like, no, I just end up while it's great and take it for mm. what it is. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about, um, um, Hill House, Haunted on Hill House. I guess it's an anthology, but I felt like, if they didn't do an anthology and they kept going with that story, they wouldn't really have anywhere to go. Is that that's like, the one right, on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. I still haven't seen that. That's really good. Well, I haven't seen Bly Manor, but I heard it's meh. It's all right. It's like the follow-up anthology series. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Netflix, uh, let's get into our first topic here. If you could only pick one streaming service, which streaming service would you pick? I had a quick answer to this. Yeah, I mean, I have a quick answer with, like, caveats that it would make me sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. See, well, because my, my instinct when you ask this question is to try and game it, right? Obviously. And it's like, well, yeah. you know, okay, I can only have one, but, you know, like, with the three of us together, we could, you know, each get one and then swap or... <laughs> oh, it's really or, in the know, spirit the, of the question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. So, but, but that's my instinct. You're like, okay, well, I'll get Netflix for a month, and then I'll switch to HBO, and then right. All right, let me reword it. If you could only for 2021, you're only allowed to access one streaming platform the whole year. After that, you can do whatever you want. But during 2021, you get one. Which one do you pick? TikTok. <laughs> Ooh. No. The wild card. My my answer is Netflix. Uh, based huh. on. I still I still like the original content. The thing I binged this week was Big Mouth, and it left me oh. uh, uncomfortable, but also happy. And it, so I good. I think they still just base like, uh, based on content. I still pick Netflix for now. Uh, they're also by far the best in terms of like usability. Uh, yeah, I, I just I hate using any other. I don't I don't browse any other streaming service. I just go there for shows that I've been specifically like like recommended. Uh, sure, but yeah, so it's it's yeah, true. It, no one else has really figured out the browse yet. Hulu sucks. It, Hulu's the worst interface I've ever seen in my life. Hulu is, and Hulu for some reason about thirty <clears> percent <throat> of the time I go to the Hulu homepage, it's literally blank. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we we give up. Yeah, yeah. We give up. it's not our forte. Yeah, HBO. I'm pretty sure the only way to browse HBO is by like a few categories they made or alphabetically like yep. and when you go into yes, a genre yeah. like comedy it's alphabetical i can't think of a worse option well maybe just <laughs> random but and it changes every no, time even then. it changes every time random you know, would be more fun. yeah at least with yeah. random it'd be like an interesting you could mix. get a little and bit the of weird thing too about <laughs> so when i go to hbo and they have their categories the categories are like different so it almost does oh. randomize <laughs> it because you end up with like weird so grab bag bad. categories on the front that 
you know, you'll never, you've never seen before and you'll never see again. They just have yeah, one person every day coming up. Yeah, but they, they're actually good at it. Like when they come up yeah. for me, I'm like, oh yeah, this is actually what I was looking for. They're, yeah. they're doing, they're doing it right. Yeah. So Netflix is, is my choice, but I would be really sad to give up HBO currently and Disney Plus once they finally start doing the Marvel content because that's why I signed up for them about a year ago and they still haven't released a single <laughs> Marvel show. Friday. Yeah. Just rewatch Mandalorian. And yeah, again. I'm currently going through I, I don't know why it took so long to get to season two, but we're going through Mandalorian season two right now too. And it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I would be sad. Yeah. It's it's not like I can't stop watching it. Like I we watch one episode and then I'm like, all right, I'm good for the night on Mandalorian. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but I am yeah. enjoying it. And I'd be sad to lose that. Okay. So Netflix, that's a good choice. I think that's the I think that's the streaming service that kind of like paved the way for all these other ones, obviously. And it like did a good job of having the most content and the most varied content. And it also puts it feels like it puts the most money into its content. It definitely put the most um, money yeah, into their content. And, and the most varied original content. Like you'll get stand-up specials, you'll get weird indie documentaries, you'll get horror movies, you'll get Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence movies coming out on there in the next year. Like, and they're doing a movie a week for the next year they're releasing. Hello, this so is Netflix. You're greenlit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, we need more South Park in our life. Honestly, it's really lacking. Yeah. All right, Nate, you got Netflix. Jake, uh, what was your choice? Uh, I'm going to say the same thing. I, I tried to think of, you know, because because uh, right now I use Hulu, HBO, Netflix, Disney Plus, and Amazon. Right. And, you know, honestly, I, I watch things on all of them. But if I was stuck with one, it's going to be Netflix. They have, I, you know, I don't know if they have the most things, but they have they have enough things that I could certainly watch for a whole year. Like HBO mm-hmm. has some of the best shows, but you know they don't have the content. You know I couldn't last with just HBO for a full year because you know I, even I though they have some of the best, yeah. In thirty, I'm not going to rewatch Game of Thrones. You know <laughs> every month. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'd go with. I I could live with Hulu. I could probably live with Amazon. Huh. Amazon's my least favorite to browse. They have so has the least amount of choices, like browsing wise categories. They have a lot of those old series that, you know, mm. like like uh, Psych and things like that, yeah. that, you know, that, I'll, you know, it takes a lot of time and I'm just, OK, you know, I'll watch Psych. Yeah. You know, by watch, I mean, put on. Yeah. So <laughs> I can hear it. That counts. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's a good choice. Um, I went with HBO and it's because. I think the quality of their content beats anybody else. And it also would finally give me an excuse to watch all the shows I've been told I should watch. Um, and the back catalog of movies that they have and will continue to have is going to be impressive. And for someone like me who doesn't want to go to a movie theater, um, I think HBO delivers the best quality cinema experience. Um, as well as like top level TV shows and like South Park, which I love. I want to watch some more Big Bang Theory. Um, other shows that I've just missed, like finishing um, Lovecraft Country, things like that. Like Veep. their quality is yeah. so high that I would take that over a quantity of like every episode of Psych or two more seasons of Tiger King or whatever That's they come out with. Honestly, the thing with with HBO, every time. I can't think of what's on HBO, but every time you yeah. mention a show on HBO, I'm like, oh yeah, that was great. Like Veep. Right. Uh, yeah. I've never, I've never started a show on HBO that I ended up not liking, which, mm-hmm. and that happens all the time on Netflix or Hulu or whatever. I'll be like, oh, I'll give this a shot. And then half an episode in, I'm like, nah. Right. And I'll, I'll say something else. Nothing would make me like appreciate hbo's content and figure it out more than not having netflix available (laughs) yeah well it's like i've been meaning to watch the sopranos and i've been meaning to watch six feet under and i've been meaning to watch like all these shows and if that's all i had access to i know i would watch it but there's like i just get trigger happy i'm like no let's watch this or oh let's try this or i get on youtube for like 14 hours straight Mm. um so i think if i was just stuck with one 
it would have to be HBO for me. Amazon's not that close, but he's probably second. HBO would be my second choice if I had a standalone app that told me what to watch on HBO. (laughs) So I could browse the content. Yeah, just go to like those, those, um, like Google the top 20 things on HBO and just let that ride and then find out what the next 20 are. Yep. Well, it's, it's actually designed to be watched alphabetically. That's how they curate their, <laughs> their offerings. It's oh my god! I'm really I'm gonna I'm gonna go on HBO right now while we. Talk I am watching a and show look for the top the first thing I find called Thirty Coins right now on HBO. It is fantastic. You know how you it's found that because about... numbers are alphabetically yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's made in Spain because it's from HBO Europe and it's in Spanish. So there's subtitles. So you actually have to pay attention or know Spanish, which I don't. Um, and it's yeah, it's like a different horror story in the same town every episode with the same like through line. And it's been really interesting. It's got slow moments for sure. Um, but I, I like where it's going and I'm I'm hooked, as they say. Mm-hmm. So if you want to binge some some readable television. Or if you know Spanish and don't want to read, 30 coins. Real nice. Speaking of coins, are they pieces of silver? They are. <laughs> it is. It has to do with Judas, 100%. Holy shit, dude. What a segue into later today. Oh, my God. In like an hour, you guys are going to really appreciate that joke. <laughs> I- <laughs> really appreciate that you said what a segue, but we're just like, but it's not a segue. No. It's- no. What it, it's a there's got to be a word for that. All right, later way. And in, in an hour, just be like it's a layaway. So you remember I mentioned thirty coins? Yeah. <laughs> you know who I'd cast holding those thirty coins? <laughs> <laughs> this is how we tie Bruce Willis in. Oh, God. oh Jesus Christ! Have you seen that Die Hard ad? The Die Hard battery ad? No, I've actually I've never seen a Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's a diehard battery and it's at AutoZone I think and it's Bruce Willis like doing diehard shit to try to get this battery and you can watch the whole thing online it's like 15 minutes long it's ridiculous in every way you think it is it's like the KFC marketing style but with goddamn Bruce Willis so and batteries <laughs> I I just want to hammer this home because it's yeah. so annoying. Okay. So I pull up HBO. I went to series and I'm looking. They have featured, which is the random grab bag categories that they like New Year's binge, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then I clicked just added out of curiosity. And 30 coins is the the top thing because it's alphabetical. Bro, it's wait, though. Hold on. Do you guys do you guys remember Cartoon Network when you were a kid? I remember it now yeah oh yeah yeah oh, because they have cartoon network they have studio yeah. ghibli guess what just got added today to hbo ed, 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 ed and, eddie. and fucking eddie yep oh my god dude i cannot that was, find that anywhere i'm gonna say no, i hate ed and eddie it's garbage here what the i fuck? stand by that i'm gonna have right, to go gonna back do... and see if if i actually think it's good or not i definitely Here's watched it do. We're going to do a live stream on someone's Twitch of us doing tier rankings for Cartoon Network movies, <laughs> Cartoon Network shows. Ooh, yes. In the next month. And I'll record it and we'll put up a pod, a video podcast or some shit. I don't know. We'll let you see it. And I'm going to show you how right I am about Ed and Eddie being top tier. Fairly Fucking odd parents S tier. That's Nickelodeon, you fucking Oh, slub. shit. Damn it. <laughs> Well, it's, well yeah, Nickelodeon's it's, objectively better thought, than Cartoon Network was, hey, cartoons. Arnold, but that's, that's uh, Nickelodeon. We'll just do cartoons. We'll do like nostalgic 90s cartoons. Uh, I mean, it's not really we'll fair. Whole... You got to do two leagues. You got to do Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. No, no, no. You can do the whole thing. <laughs> all right. It'll be all right. We'll make it work. There's not that. We're not, we're not going to pick like 100. You're just, like you're just thinking at any lower, though. That's the thing. No. <laughs> you don't understand, dude. There's a fucking wood plank. That never says a word and plays an integral role in many of those episodes. We've right? all watched awesome. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. I don't understand why you didn't get the like underlying greatness that is Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> all right. Whatever. You, you <laughs> said everyone should watch Holiday last time. And Jake I, I, I must have Guzman. missed some Did of the you movies. watch Holiday yet? No. Then you I can't talk Batman about instead, it. Because I'm a real adult. <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Meanwhile. <laughs> I'm an adult. Uh, speaking of children's, um, 
Lightyear is coming Weird out segue. starring Chris Evans. Yeah. Calling you on it. Kids movies. It's, it's the second best segue on this episode. <laughs> Joke's on you. I can edit it out. And then it'll be the first best. <laughs> and then the weird segue will be just me, be say, me saying weird segue. Yeah. And I'll just be silenced. Or I'll just edit in Nate saying it. Weird segue. That's how we're going to segue every segment. What? What was my segue? <laughs> Speaking of children. <laughs> there it is. All right. I'm going to chop that out. All right. Yeah. Usable. <laughs> Uh, no, who's, who am I kidding? I just listen to make sure there's no fucking loud noises in the background and put this up. I'm not editing it. Uh, so Lightyear starring Chris Evans has its first images released, which looked pretty cool. Uh, that made us start to think which Disney or Pixar movie character deserves its own origin story. This is the first one, right? First origin story that Disney Pixar's done? As far as I know. Yeah. And that, that, that's, that does segue into my like general approach to this which is i i can't think of some a single disney character that needs an origin story i feel like oh, this movie is the most unnecessary movie i can think of from disney that said i'm probably still going to enjoy it but I, this yeah. is the least necessary movie of like the disney like capitalizing on old like they were doing all the remakes. Cars three. <laughs> that that was a cash grab, and everyone knew it. They they were like, we need we need to make Cars three to fund some other movies or something. I don't know how well it did. You're gonna hate my pick, Mater the movie. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you, you you say I was I was ready to hate it, but it don't. took me half a second. And I'm like, okay, that actually would be. It, it'd probably be better than Cars. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not I'm not hating on the idea of this Buzz movie. I just like just the phrasing of the question, like what what Disney or Pixar character like needs an intro? Like mm-hmm. I feel like the answer to that is none of them, and this movie is completely mm. unnecessary. Uh, That's a fair answer, and I still think it looks cool. But it's weird. So it's a weird thing to no me. No one should get one. I want them to make a new movie. I want Pixar to make like movies that are, are not related to any movie they've made before. You don't want to know why, like, Eeyore has a nailed-on tail. Yeah, it's because he's a masochist. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> when did Tigger start doing to- to cocaine? Like, that's what I really want to know. Ah, that, that I'd watch. So Nate has a pretty right answer in that none. Jake, did you come up with a uh, more direct answer? Yes, I'd love to see a almost dark version of Wally. Okay. Where it starts off as this prosperous world, you know, but the people are getting fat and lazy and things are falling apart. They have to leave. There's this army of robots and then they they're trying to clean up and it ends in futility and just imagine the last scene is just this robot graveyard and it's just Wally left trying to clean up and half the scraps he's cleaning up are, you know, the rusted pieces of his brethren. Wow. And he, and he just keeps chugging along and then that's it. That's how the movie ends. So yours would be like the fear of the walking dead to the walking dead. I can't say I ever saw the fear of the walking dead. It's that it's like earlier on. From the okay. walking dead. Yeah. Like, Who cares about the Walking Dead before the zombies? Zombie movie, but with no zombies. <laughs> no, it's like early zombies. <laughs> All right. It's like early zombies. All right. Yeah. Who cares about the Walking Dead, honestly? That show sucks. That fell off it so was, hard. You know, it was good for a while, and then about I four just seasons. quit watching it, and then I heard it was bad now. Yeah, it tanked. After the yeah. fourth exact same season as every other season, you start to get bored. I'm pretty sure I stopped around New location. Four. Yeah, we knew new location. We found we found a new problem. A couple of us turned on each other. New location turned out to be bad, and then we got out. Uh, you forgot That's, all the newly introduced people die. Oh, <laughs> and then and then one old character a season. Yeah, leaves. Because at a point, that's all you watch The Walking Dead for anymore is like, see which character you're watching it, and you're like, you you know, you have a character, and you're like, so and so better not die. And then if they yeah. die, you're pissed. But that's the whole reason you watch it, just to make sure that they don't die. But it's like gone. reverse Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones, you <laughs> you know who's gonna, you know everyone's gonna die. But like in Walking Dead, you're like, which one won't? Jokes on you, they all die. 
Um, that's a good one. I'm also in the Wally universe because I think I just want more Wally, but mine's Eevee. I want to find out more about Eevee. I want like the Eevee oh, version okay. of Wally, where it's like at the end is where she meets Wally. So it's like right up until that point. Cute. I think that'd be good. Yeah, it's a nice little that movie. That is cute. Yeah, we could, yeah they could knock out both of those movies. I also think Wally would be a lot more. We need the Wally verse. You know, it, it, yeah, expand it's on the Wally verse, and then the cockroach, and then Wally two, because we got to see what the you know, whatever fusion of a Wally and an Eve is. Oh God! Talking about like Robo babies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the the R rated version where we see the conception. Yeah, I mean, he's got nuts, doesn't he? <laughs> no, that's an attachment she has to screw on real quick. Dooby. <laughs> uh, right, Wally so- 2, the quest to find WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I'm a little creaky, Wally. I, honestly, if I, if I had to pick, if you forced me to pick something, it would probably be something in Finding Nemo. Uh, I'd watch that. I'd watch a movie about that octopus. Uh, Didn't they do one already? Did they? Story? Yeah. yeah no, yeah, I mean I more like... of that. More of that. That's oh, okay. what I mean. Right. Yeah. That's. Or, or the, the, the sharks like... that don't eat fish. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd, watch, I'd watch that. The vegan shark. There you go. <laughs> I'm unclear how he's alive. I'm not. You just keep swimming. I was gonna say you could have the sequel with the vegan shark where he's, <laughs> he's just, just dying, withered, and weak. <laughs> There's nothing else for him to eat. It's this emaciated, plankton-filled piece of shit. It'd be good. I'll get down with that. All right. Well, we have enough fluff. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Why was it bad? Whoa. <laughs> the original question was, is it good? But I feel like none of us liked it. Am I wrong? I, I feel very strongly that it was okay. Like, uh. you know? Toy Story 2 was okay. okay. Yeah, like, and here's the thing. I think it would have been a little bit better, but we've been so inundated with superhero movies and the bar for them is, you know, so high that there's a lot of things that I think in the, like, the first generation of superhero movies, you know, would have gotten a pass. Uh, Mm. A lot of the cheesy things, especially... You know, we, you know, just would have been, oh, it's a superhero movie. But by now we're like, okay, there's so many good superhero movies. And then this one comes out and it's very underwhelming. And you're just like, eh. That's a good point. It did feel like early Marvel movies. Like they, they had like weird, funny parts and they like tried, they didn't really have that, the powers figured out and the villain was kind of meh. Like, yeah, that's, that's a fair point. I agree with you that. If this was like one of the first superhero movies that came out, people would be more excited about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's like excuses. Like, I, I don't think it's bad because it has like typical superhero movie problems. Honestly, I think the main problem is like the writing and the story is a mess. I don't think Boy. that early Marvel movies, they might have had some problems like figuring out how superhero movies work, but I don't think they had these problems. I think if they did, again, like. Same as the D, they our Marvel would be in the same state that DC the DC universe is in right now. Like no one would care about it. I what Iron Man is where early Marvel movies ended. Yeah, but uh, even even the early Iron Man the 2? movies before the MCU. Oh oh wait, I'm I'm not. Which which Iron Man one, Iron Man two, or Iron Man three? At what point is which Iron Man is in the new uh, I, Marvel movies, not the old ones? I'd say Iron Man 2. It was already big by then. Like, okay. the, your, your early movies are like the... I don't know if Iron Man 2 came out before Captain America. Like, the, the first movie for each of the, the four okay. Avengers. Okay. The four. Yep. Name, name one thing that happened in the first Hulk movie. And keep in mind, oh, it's like, what, a two the, and a half hour movie? Sorry, Hulk is excluded as well. Uh, we're, we're talking <laughs> as, Iron Man 4 and Captain Marvel America. Movie. Like, establishing the, the Hulk... The, the Hulk movies are not part of the mcu yeah <laughs> they're forgotten about and then but even before that you've got you've got the like early early like and very goofy uh fantastic four x-men yeah. like spider-man like oh, those yeah. uh, spider-man's a great example of it like there being some weird tone for the superhero movie like sam raimi did was making a very 
discordant movie. There was like a lot of slapstick, but a lot of serious. Uh, it didn't know what the tone was supposed to be. They hadn't gotten like that Marvel formula down, but it did yeah. not suffer from terrible writing problems like this movie did. This is like Spider-Man Wonder. 3 of DC. I would say like I would compare this movie, Wonder Woman a little bit to Spider-Man 3 because part of it like is it's, there's it's, too much. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much, but also somehow not enough. Like it's not enough of the right stuff. and It's too much of the shitty stuff. Yeah, I agree with that. Even while wow, like, the, the parallels, yeah. like the huge focus on the relationship while they're still yeah. also having trying to have multiple villains. There's there's, yeah. there's a lot of parallels between this movie and, and Spider-Man 3. Just came up with that. Fucking smart. Uh, or tweet it. <clears> Those <throat> doesn't count. All right. Um, I thought it was awful. Not awful. I thought it was bad. I thought I liked the first one a lot more, and I hated the end of the first one. Um, I thought it was... The story was all over the place. I felt like they didn't know what Wonder Woman's powers are, and I feel like they used things at the wrong time, and a lot of it felt kind of like... They wrote themselves into a corner and they're like, oh, look, she has the the golden wings that she doesn't actually need. Or you can just re- revoke your wish. <laughs> like, yeah, it didn't make oh, a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. I, I really feel like this movie was written there. It's there were like five different drafts of this movie and they just picked their favorite parts from all of them. And it makes things <laughs> yeah. not make sense. They were like, OK, we got it. We're going to have Wonder Woman fly. That'll be cool. And they're like, but how does she fly? And they're like, well, she'll have these wings. And then they're like, oh, well, that eventually they got to a point where like, well, that doesn't really make sense. But like, we already right. have the wings, like just leave them. But that's not actually how she flies. <laughs> she flies by um, remembering her boyfriend. Yeah, that, that's good. Pants. Or yeah. or by last wing lightning. Either one. Do them both. And we'll just, right. <laughs> we'll just put everything in there and everyone can pick their favorite version of everything in this movie. And yep. and they clearly they won't hate that there's four other options for every single thing. Oh, or she could fly in a jet that her boyfriend who didn't understand how escalators worked figured <laughs> out how to make fly, oh and then God, turned invisible yes. by holding it and thinking really hard. Like, what the fuck? Dude didn't know what a trash can was at the art museum, and he's like, "Oh, this F sixteen, got it, guys. Let's get out of here. How to you... really quickly maneuver this." Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because I thought they were gonna do something with that, you know, like have something where he's like, oh, you know, it's a lot more complicated than I thought. But no, he right. like looks down. He like looks at the control panel for a couple seconds. Got it. He's, oh, yeah, it's got to be this one. It's oh, it's the start button. I get it. It's really one of those things where when you hear an idea, it makes you like a better idea. It makes you go back and hate it. Like, honestly, the plane scene, him not being able to fly the plane is, is bad. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Or, you know, it, it made no sense. It, it took me out of the movie, but like it wasn't even one of my chief complaints. But then I heard <laughs> no. someone make that exact joke of like how much funnier it would have been if he would have gotten in there and been like, oh, yeah, no, I can't fly this. And it just would have been so much better that it makes me angrier about it because it's just yeah. like a missed opportunity. Or if you want to go really fucked up, he goes out and tries to spin the turbines and then he gets like sucked <laughs> into it. And, that's how he gets killed. <laughs> and then he just possesses uh, a different it, person's body. A refund on that wish. Yeah, right. Yeah, she date raped someone else for uh, the same thing. He just pops into the next closest human male body. It's like, hey, I'm back. Turns out I'm immortal. Somehow she can see him as him, but no one else can. I took that as a cinematic trick. I, I actually didn't have okay. a problem with that. I had more of a problem with the entire concept of her stealing someone's body. But yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think anyone who has like heard other people talk about this it's one thing everyone mentions because it's just such a weird and completely unnecessary thing again i think it comes back to like 10 different drafts of this movie like someone had this idea like Mm. oh yeah she'll like they want to bring steve back but like that doesn't how does how's that going to happen like oh maybe he can just possess a body and then later they're like have wishes that completely (laughs) manifest new things which means there's absolutely no reason for this to happen. Right. <laughs> and then they just didn't go back and take it out. They're like, well, we already cast the guy who in the credits is in handsome guy. Handsome guy. He wasn't even that handsome. <laughs> that was the whole point. Is that like Gal Gadot is like, well, I like how you look. Because she could see fucking Chris Pine, not that guy. Not Pop-Tart's face. <laughs> <laughs> who at the end did look way better than the mirror shot. I'll give him that. Mm. I thought she mm. just went up to him and been like, 
your pop taste your pop tarts taste wonderful and then walked away <laughs> to see if he fucking lost his mind i was i was trying to think of any reason like any justification and the only one i can think of is that moment at the end where she sees him in like yeah. the outfit that she liked and and to be clear the first time i watched it i didn't realize it was that guy yeah <laughs> i didn't even notice no but the chin was much different yeah but they had that idea of like this showing her moving on by seeing the guy who she already had sex with, but he's not her <laughs> boyfriend anymore and getting like moving on. But it is so not worth it. So I was watching honest trailers for this and they were like, Wonder Woman's going to fall in love with a guy who she knew for at most two weeks and then didn't see for 70 years. And the only wish she has on Earth is to see him again just to fuck him. And then like recant recants that. <laughs> Two days later. She like, got hers. She just needed one ridiculous. more. Yeah, <laughs> but then they made this like weird love story and like that was half the movie. I think this movie somehow didn't tell enough story and was also an hour too long. It was really weird because one of my favorite parts of the movie, one of the parts that I actually like just got totally in and enjoyed was uh, Chris Pine like going to that museum and like experiencing it. Like the goofy stuff was fine, but like when he got into the aerospace museum and he was just like having that joy, that was one of the only things in the movie that I actually like was like, oh, this is nice. It was just a nice feeling, but it was completely unnecessary to the story. And yeah, it's just like it made it so long. Like we if we wanted that, we should have focused on that and cut out at least one of the villains. And and with those, we should have not done this, but it's one of the only parts I like. So I don't know how I feel. Getting rid of Cats 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Jake, you enjoyed the movie, kind of. What What did you Yeah, like kind of. It? Like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed aspects of it, but even the things I liked, like, well, be, like, uh, you, you take two of the very first scenes that have no impact on the, you know, on the greater story itself, but the, the one, like, the mall fight scene. <laughs> yeah. Like it was good, you know. It, yeah, it was it was action, just fun to watch and stuff. But again, even movies. that was like super cheesy and yeah. But I was loving it then, at that point. I was yeah, loving the cheesiness. Yeah, just, I was I was enjoying. Yeah. It. Well, it almost seemed intentional then, you know. No, it definitely was. <laughs> I I uh, when when we were talking before the before it started, I said my my basic summary of this movie is like you said the first one, like you enjoyed it up until the third half. Like this movie, for the first third probably, the first time I watched it, I was really excited. As as it was mm. going from the start, there was not a single misstep to me. Like the initial scene was cool; it was like interesting, and it just kept going. Then the mall it's like scene, like yeah. And then yeah. the the mall scene was great. Like from from setting the scene in the eighties, they were clearly playing up the cheese. It was awesome. Yeah. The mall scene was a great culmination. Kristen Wiig enters. It's kind of cliche, but fine. And then immediately, nothing else. It just started going downhill right after that. And yeah. I didn't, I just enjoyed it less and less in a continuous downward spiral. Pretty much from when oh, then Steve Trevor Mando for, showed up, I would say. When what? From when Mando showed up. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pablo Pascal. No, Pascal. Yeah, it's because we, we meet, basically, we meet Kristen Wiig, villain. We meet Pedro. We meet Pedro, and then, and then it's just nonstop from there, just jumping between like three different stories with like yeah. no, no through line. Uh, they're just like finding a clue, going one place, finding another clue, going a place, interacting. But like this, yeah. And 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 throughout all of this, she only cares about the love interest, who's yes, just inconsequential. Yeah, like I don't know. I feel like that shouldn't be a big part of Wonder Woman. I know I did find it a little weird, like when you phrase it as like Wonder Woman in the context of culture, we're like, yeah, this is our woman superhero movie. And she's, yeah, just pining after Chris Pine 70 years yeah. later. That's, <laughs> right. that's her one it defining is... personality trait is that she yeah, really we don't misses know what her, superpowers her boyfriend. Are. Yeah, we don't know what her superpowers are. At the beginning, she's kind of like a stuck up bitch. And then like Chris Pine shows up and she's this like lovely, caring person. Which is kind of what Wonder Woman is all the time in other places. So, like, I don't know. I didn't like that. I also thought there was, like, this damsel in distress issue, distress issue 
where like the only way that it was like Chris Pine caused her to win yet again. You know, mm-hmm. it was her letting go of Chris Pine because she got her powers back. But it was like because of him once again, she got to win. Yeah. It wasn't her doing a whole lot. She was like giving up what she has in him, which is like, I, I don't know. It's just a weird, it, it's like you said, it's like this, this powerful woman in DC. And then all we're shown is like this love affair fighting with other like coworker women and like talking down to them. Like everything that like the like women's movement is like kind of against is like portrayed in this. Um, and so, for some in the right, right. Like getting cat called all the time. Like that's a great, uh, visual explanation of like what it's like to be a woman and like walk down the street alone. Um, but I thought the damsel in distress part at the end were like the only way she could win is giving up this romantic partner. And like, that was a hard struggle for her. It was kind of unnecessary and not really believable for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, or, or you just get the, the final villain to relinquish his wish. Uh, just say, just say gives back and we're cool. No, takes you back. Cool. Oh shit. World's over. Sorry. It's damn it. Yeah. And then going back to just nitpicking, just so many, the wishing, the wishing mechanics. So confusing. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't think of a single time when it was consistent. Well, I don't know. They like when you got something, something was taken away from you. The monkey's paw. Okay, that was consistent. Except when it when it wasn't. When he didn't care about taking something from them, and he was just granting wishes. But he was so, getting something back. Remember at, at the end? Are you talking about? I'm talking about no, like he, when he's using subordinates to take wishes. Yeah, he's getting something, but he's not taking anything from those people. Like the oh. random little subordinate wishes. Like what did his valet pay? What terrible price did his valet pay? To get through traffic on the way to the he, White he House. He paid the opportunity cost of a wish. <laughs> okay, if you use that as an excuse for every single one, then we're good. I think I think Pedro Pascal's character, what was it Max Power or something? Donald Trump. Max uh, <laughs> He he paid the price in that he was deteriorating. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Without it's giving just, something back, right? I'm I'm I not think. I'm not gonna bend over backwards to justify the logic of this movie. They didn't think about it, is the answer. They is Wonder like, Woman invincible? No. Well, okay. I don't know. Because, like, see, her, okay, her wounds healed when her powers that, came back. Yeah, I, I feel like this might have been what contributed to the, you know, because in this movie there was a lot of inconsistencies in her powers, but that's sort of how a lot of comic books are in Marvel and in DC because, you know, you'll have different, like, eras, and True. then the heroes will be slightly different in the eras as they, you know, come up with new ideas and, oh, you know, alternate timeline and all this. That's right. So I feel like maybe they were researching Wonder Woman powers and just found, you know, okay, we'll pull this from this Wonder Woman and this from another one. And that's honestly, that's fine to pull from different different comic books. Like Marvel, you know, they they change stuff for the movies. That's fine. All I want is internal consistency. Though I think for for Wonder Woman, it's kind of weird. I don't think they've ever addressed it uh, in in the movies. In the two Wonder Woman movies we have in Batman vs Superman. They've, I don't think that anyone's ever asked her or they've ever demonstrated other than when she got shot in this movie, which she could be because she was weak. So we don't right. actually know. She always blocks the bullets and attacks. So she's probably not, but they've never yeah, actually shown her get hit actually, with something other than that one time. Yeah, now that you say that, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I've always just been under the assumption that she is vulnerable. Yeah. She just stops all the bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Why else would she? Yeah, exactly. There is a joke comic that comes to mind, but it's not worth explaining. <laughs> Over <laughs> uh, But yeah, um, I I still I, I think it's I think it's sad too because because uh, Wonder Woman is I I think Wonder Woman is probably DC's most interesting hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least one of them, certainly, you know, on the short list. And I think Gal Gadot is probably one of the best, you know, actor to superhero, uh, you know, comparisons that there are. I think, you yeah. know, I think she in- encapsulates Wonder Woman incredibly well. 
John like Robert yeah, Downey Jr. level of like good casting. Yeah. So and you know, so I don't know. It's kind of a disappointment because you know the first Wonder Woman movie was okay. You know, and I would have said the same thing. I was like, yeah, you know, it's just fine. It was, you know, pretty hard carried by Gal Gadot playing Wonder Woman. Yeah. And then now this one, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. It just feels like a missed opportunity. Yeah, it does. Because they have the Wonder Woman character and they have Gal Gadot, but they can't seem to put a good movie together. Yeah, and they're they're rushing a third one now. So, like, there's going to be a third one pretty quickly after this, which, good. Like, I hope they do something good with it, but, like... I don't know what they can do with what they've shown so far. Um, so the CG in this movie felt rushed and Nate wrote the running in our document. What do you have to say about that? Nate? Yeah. It, it, the first time I watched it, when I, I think I was like charmed, I hadn't like processed it. It was one of the, like, it was like one of the, the top of my complaints was how bad the, like her super speed running looked. It, oh my god. It's very strange. It's it's just strange. Like the close up of her just like top body and just moving her arms and it doesn't even look yeah. she's like some like there's they definitely show it. Like there's some form of like skating along the ground that she does and it looks good in the mall scene like the close up non-CG action looks good. Yep. And every time she goes like superpower moving fast, it looks awful. Mm-hmm. And I think I agree. I think most likely it was rushed, but I don't know why it was rushed. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't understand what happened, but it looks like a unless they were just really committing to the 80s so much. They were like, let's do some 80s style poor looking <laughs> CGI effects. <laughs> but yeah, the running was is the ex, like exemplar for me. It's pretty much any time she moves fast. But mm-hmm. but the I, running is the I, worst. I noticed it looked like along a similar vein it looks super weird on the opening scene when they have like the race or the tournament or whatever they're running and it just ended up looking super awkward you know because they want you know i don't know how old she was supposed to be like 10 or something and she's you know beating all these other women in the race but it's just awkward to see you know because i was like poorly acted almost because you know, because they were clearly holding back, you know, to let this like little girl beat him. And then also she kept ha- like having to stop and, you know, like stop on the edge of the platform and look, you know, yeah. and look out. And so it was just weird how she kept like falling behind for stupid reasons. Yeah. But then, oh, you know, she's just can run faster because all the other women are running in slow motion. I very much hated the look of Kristen Wiggs cheetah whatever character oh that goes without saying the yeah, it was, was awful bad. her face was, did not look right i thought did the CG. i thought it was a good enough reference to cheetah her last look before it the white house fight where she's yeah. like got some leopard print and she's just looking like yep. a badass i like that and yep. then they just <laughs> it was the worst possible it's i know everyone's making the joke but like it looks like they saw the cats movie and were like we can do better Hold and they finger. were wrong. They were just we're incorrect. full butthole version. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful looking. And then like that, the close up of her breaking through the wings. I was just like, oh, yeah. I, good I, God. I can't think of a worse looking CGI in recent memory. Yeah, it was so bad. I like Kristen Wiig's character, though. I thought she was good at that character. Yeah. Kristen Wiig. Kind of like. I agree. It was because I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting her to do as good of a job as she did, but she did a good job. Yeah. I was impressed. Um, so overall we'd say, I mean, by the time you listen to this podcast, probably can't watch it anyway, but sure. Sure. Why not watch this? They got, they got it was two okay. weeks. Get it out there. I mean, I, I, it was all right. I, I watched it twice. I didn't kill myself. <laughs> I was angry. It's the second plus. time. I was angry the second time because I knew what was coming. And you had to navigate through HBO to find it. That's over two. It was bad. Um, if you had to pair a drink with Wonder Woman 1984, what drink would you pick? I went with a chalada. What's that? Because, so it's it's like a, it's what Mexicans will drink it. And it's, it's almost like a Bloody Mary. You know, you, huh. you take like a, but you, you take like a Mexican lager. And then you have like tomato juice, Worcestershire sauce, usually oh. hot sauce, things like that. 
but uh, I chose that because I like you know some of the individual parts of it. You know, <laughs> they're good, but and and I'm glad I tried it. But I wouldn't want another one. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. I was gonna say Sex on the Beach because it sounds pretty good, but then you have one, you're like, nah, it's not that good. I had a, a margarita, but they like used all the flavorings. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> a, a simple margarita is great, uh, but you add like the peach, strawberry, blueberry, any all of them you can think of, and it just mixes into a just brown mess that you, you don't enjoy. It's like a uh, bottomless margarita bar. Yeah. Alternative answer in in honor of the fucked up possession is a drink with a roofie. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like that. Um, Okay, so we're ending the show once again with a past cast. Uh, The new game this year is we're going to change a major part of the movie to make it more interesting. So this time we're doing The Passion of the Christ, originally directed by Mel Gibson. But this time Judd Apatow is directing it. So it's going to be kind of a funny thing. We're going to have Judd Apatow type of characters being casted. And we're going to cast Jesus, Mary, Mary Magdalene, Pontius Pilate, and Judas. Uh, Let's start with Judas. We'll end with Jesus, as we should. Uh, Who did you all cast as Judas? In this Judd Apatow version of the Passion of the Christ. 30 coins reference. Here it is. It's a callback. We made it. We're here. If you made it, subscribe. And leave a comment. And ring the bell and other shit for SEO. All right. So for my Judas, I wanted Owen Wilson. <laughs> you want me to I do th- what? I think, he, I think he brings the snark wow. that you want to see in a Judas. Wow. Yeah, Jesus comes up to Judas and goes, you're going to betray me. Wow. Ooh, me? Oh, no. 30 Never. pieces of silver. Wow. Wow. <laughs> crooked does fuck. I like that a lot. I like Owen Wilson a lot. <laughs> we need to do a uh, Wes Anderson something at some point to get more of Owen Wilson in here. But yeah, Owen Wilson's a good choice. I like that, Jake. Uh, Nate, who is your Judas? Uh... So I wanted, I'm picturing uh, him being like his buddy and just really apologetic once okay. it all goes down. Like Jason Seagull. Jason Seagull. Ooh, I hate, I yes. say Seagull. Seagull. Steven Seagull. Jason Seagull. <laughs> yeah, just like being like, I'm so sorry. What, dude. Once yeah, dude, dude. Dude. I have no idea. I have no idea how this happened. <laughs> Dude, have you seen 30 Coins, though? Like, I mean, <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, I kind of went a similar route. I wanted, like, a guy who could play, like, the best friend, but also, like, kind of be a dick. And I put Bill Hader as Judas, because I think that would just be the perfect role for Bill Hader in this movie. Not a lot of screen time, but enough where you're like, fuck, that was a good part. Um, yeah. And he's, like, the pivotal, like, flip that. character. So I want Bill Hader. Who are we picking for Judas? I'm I'm a I'm a Bill Hader fan. Yeah, say, uh, I I think I think he can do the voices too. Yeah, Judas needs a he needs a voice. <laughs> yeah, he does. All right, we're going Bill Hader as Judas in our remake. Uh, Pontius Pilate, Nate, who are you gonna have to put J- Jesus to death or sentence him? So yeah, I, I I was thinking purely about the sentencing in this. Uh, uh-huh. Danny McBride. Oh. So <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to be a total asshole. Put you on the cross, motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> That's so fucking good. Uh, I love that. I had a guy who I just wanted to hear laugh from that pulpit, and it's Seth Rogen. Just to hear him up oh there going, who's next? <laughs> like that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Seth Rogen, Ponch Pilot. Jake, who do you got? Uh, I had Eugene Levy. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I, he 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 almost has the like the look of you know, the, of someone who'd be official like that. But then, I don't know. He he has, he, I don't know. I because he, he doesn't laugh in things, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just so serious, but he's he's he does it in a funny way. He would. He would be very like snarky and kind of like uh, my courtroom. Yeah. Uh, for Pontius Pilate, I got to vote for Danny McBride. I fucking love that pick. Yeah, I want yeah. Danny McBride in here somewhere, and I think that's the perfect spot for him to be. Another, like, under-the-radar role, 
shows up a couple times, just like lays a couple lines out, and you're like, yeah, that's great. Nice. Um, Mary Magdalene. Who do we have? So both of my Marys, I sort of like pictured the face before anything else. Mm. And so for Mary Magdalene, I have Kate Micucci. Ooh, <laughs> that's really good. That's so good. Yeah, and she, Damn. Know. Yeah, In the she's, fucking she's like, you know, she's almost bubbly. <laughs> So and and so we you know we need a we need a chipper Mary Magdalene who's gonna no, be I, you know a companion to Jesus. I swear I'm dating Jesus. No, I don't think you're dating Jesus. No, no, no. Really, <laughs> <dating> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, Can always fit in a ukulele scene. <laughs> it's key. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I mean, I I had Aubrey Plaza, but uh, I I don't I don't even want to justify my pick because Kate Magu- Kate Maguchi's so good. Yeah, I mean, Kate McCutcheon is really good. I have Leslie Mann, just because she's been in like every Judd Apatow thing, but I like Kate McCutcheon better, so I'm going to vote for Kate McCutcheon as well. So, so far we have Judas is Bill Hader, Pontius Pilate is Danny McBride, and Mary Magdalene is Kate McCutcheon. Um, For Mary, I had to pick a MILF, because that's what Mary should be, and it's Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Marissa Tomei should be Mary. She's worked for Judd Apatow before. She can pull it off. I think she'd be good. All right, that was I was gonna be my question. I was like, that that is a great pick. I was like, is she Judd Apatow? But if so, she I'm, was in King I'm of Staten Island. I'm hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, yeah. I, I I ignored the the Judd Apatow aspect. I just went with. Yeah, I was. Who I think would be funny. I wasn't. No, I wasn't gonna. Okay, I wasn't gonna call you out, Jake. I was gonna hold Ben to it, but not you. After you said Eugene Levy. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But I feel like Judd Apatow would pick Kate McCucci. Yeah, no, yeah. That yeah. feels like a very Judd Apatow pick. Yeah. Uh, Jake, who do you have as Mary the Elder? As Mary the Elder, I had Rachel Dratch. Ooh, that's a nice pick. That's quite great. the opposite yeah, and, of a MILF, but you know, good choice on the way. That's exactly, as soon as you said that you were going with a MILF pick, I was like, oh, I'm not. <laughs> you know, there's a MILF for everyone, you know. But but that's exactly kind of why I picked her, is because of that, you know, because. I, I imagine Mary just making that face throughout the movie a couple times. You know, the Rachel Dratch, like, Ooh. what happened to your son? He's hanging on a cross. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's good. Nate, did you pick Amy Schumer? I didn't. Bull. Oh. I uh, actually. Oh, well, you can still change your answer. No. I like I like Mary Snowman. Uh, I, I put Kristen Wiig. I had trouble thinking of something. <laughs> Though, honestly, okay. I, I want to see a Leslie Mann. I like that better for, for Mary. I, I can't see Kristen Wiig as anything but Panther anymore. <laughs> it's, it's She's actually Cheetah. Cheetah. Yeah, she is it. Cheetah. Cheetah, but, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Uh, so it it's not like they say the name of the character in the movie. They never do. They don't. They never even allude to it. Yeah. But she'll be in the sequel. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, who we, I'm gonna vote for Marissa Tomei. I think yeah, awesome. I like Marissa Tomei. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, last but not least, I think we're all gonna pick the same person. I have a feeling. Nope, I refused. All right, <laughs> go ahead and pick who you want there, Nate. Aziz Ansari. Oh, that's that's exactly who I have. <laughs> yes. No way. That's why yep. I said it first. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, I just want him to whine the whole time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Imagine like, and when they stab him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's carrying the cross. This is heavy. Guys. <laughs> but I, I want him in white face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and people make comments the whole movie. Yeah. Like you're really pale, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get any sun? Um, I went the route I thought we'd all go, and I picked Paul Rudd as Jesus because obviously. He would be Jesus. Nope. You know, I <laughs> thought that you were assuming it was going to be Michael Sarah. I like That's all I, of us. All of us pick. all that thought that pick. someone was going to do Michael Sarah, and we all resisted. We didn't cast yep. in a single thing. He'll be one of the other ones hanging up on the crucifix with Jesus, like the guy next to him that like robs somebody. He'll be Michael Sarah. Like, or, or he could Son be a God. Roman soldier. <laughs> the one that stabs him. Just sitting up there. Yeah. Like the, the helmet's a little too low on his head. The helmet's too big for him. All right. So I'm guessing you guys are going to vote Aziz Ansari in as uh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. 
over Paul Rudd, As our one be. true savior. I I love Paul Rudd. Uh, not yeah. not just I love Paul Rudd. Period. But I also love him for Jesus. Uh, I just yeah. I think Aziz is funnier. Just the yes. the whining part is just funnier to me. Paul Rudd would be, be like his... likable and nice, and it would also be fun. Right. Uh, Aziz yeah. would be funnier to watch, like carry a cross over it, a desert. Yeah. So uh, our... I'm gonna pull that out of context, Ben, and just play that. <laughs> Chop <to someone>. that <laughs> up. Uh, the Passion of the Christ, but directed by Judd Apatow, is Jesus, uh, starring Aziz Ansari. Mary is going to be Marissa Tomei. Mary Magdalene was Kate McCucci. Pontius Pilate was Danny McBride. And Judas is Bill Hader. Next time, Judas. you will come back and you can hear us do... There's going to be a Trump movie, right, at some point. Rudy Giuliano will be in it. Trump will be in it. Eric Trump will be in it. Don Jr., Fauci, Mike Pence... Plenty of people. We're going to do a future cast of that movie, but gender swapped. So any male character is going to be played by a female lead. Uh, and I'm going to try to pick the person that whoever they're playing would hate the most <laughs> is my goal. So, so Trump, um, Trump's portrayed by Rosie O'Donnell. A hundred percent. Did we how just I spoil that for you? As soon as you said that, I was like, Rosie right. O'Donnell. One hundred percent. So yeah, next week we'll do gender swap, future cast, uh, Trump twenty twenty movie, and we're going to be doing. I'm thinking of ending things on Netflix. Uh, Just rewatched the trailer point. today to to show Taylor, and it gave me chills while I was watching the trailer. So good. I hope it's. So I hope so it's good. I hope it's as insane as it looks. But the trailer yeah. is just bonkers. I'm very pumped for that. As always, everyone, thank you for listening. We'll be back with you in two weeks. Enjoy some movies. Enjoy some rum. We'll see you next time. Thank you. What a sexy outro line.